Yo, yo, what up? It's your boy, Jono. We on season two, episode eight of the JRTBLE Talk Podcast. And on this episode, we're talking about the Super Bowl. And I already know before y'all even say it, y'all coming for my head. I get it. I'm two days late. Look, I got a life, man. Sometimes stuff happens. But I did want to talk about my feelings on the game as well as talk about the Adam Levine thing that's going on when he came out of his shirt. So, and how the comparison with the Janet Jackson. And I had a couple of guests that came on and they shared their thoughts. So, y'all tune in. Press play. Let me know what you think. What did you think about the Super Bowl? I didn't really go all into the graphics or the numbers. I just, these are how I feel. These are like my feelings. So, y'all press play. Rock with me. Bomb. Round table, baby. It's the round table, baby. What up, America? It's your boy, John O, CEO of John's Roundtable. You are now in tune to the JR TBLE Talk Podcast. What's going on, America? Today, I wanted to talk about the Super Bowl. And I know I'm a day late. See, let me tell you what happened. What had happened was, you know, Super Bowl was great. Well, the day was great. Um, for one, I had the weekend off. It was cool. And I really didn't care about the Super Bowl, but I said, you know, I'll make the best out of the day. So I uh, slept in late. It was cool. I didn't have to be at work or nothing. Slept in late. I cooked me some chicken wings, you know, on the grill. And I, uh, while that was happening, you know, I was sipping that good, good. I was, I was sipping that 16-year-old Zaya. Shot the Zaya, by the way. And, um... I was having a little merry old good time. I had the chicken on indirect heat. So, you know, they was cooking for 12 minutes on each side. Just give me a little menu, a little visual. Um, the weather was all right. It wasn't it won't too hot, it wasn't too cold. It was cool. And I even shot a little mini video. So, when it came time for the game, here's my recap of the game. Patriots versus Rams. You know, since I'm a diehard Carolina Panthers fan, like I said before, I don't care. I didn't care about the Super Bowl. I already had it in my head that Brady was going to win anyway. However, what I did like about the game was it wasn't a total blowout because, you know, Brady is known for being, you know, the greatest of all time and, He's unstoppable, you know, five rings. He's been to the Super Bowl, what, nine times, and now he has his sixth ring. But what I can respect about the Rams is they made the Patriots work for every last point. Uh, Rams defense held them off. They even touched him a few times. And I think that's Brady's kryptonite. Like, you know, uh, if a player can get through and get Brady, man, it fucks up his whole game. And I just advise all teams to clip Brady as much as you possibly can to knock him off his game because once you put hands on a man, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he be throwing off wrong. He be he be acting all crazy. He don't know what to do. 
Like, you get them out of that pocket, you give them time, man, it's over. And, you know, never leave two minutes on the clock for Brady because he can always do biblical shit. And it's funny because I have friends, best friends that are diehard Patriots fans and will argue you to the grave about it. Even my mom's a Patriots fan. But the only reason why she a Patriots fan is because her ex-boyfriend used to be one. But now she calls herself a diehard Patriots fan, which is cool. I mean, if you want to do that, that's awesome. But, yeah, the game, man, it was slow. Um, they had to work for every point. I really wanted the Rams to win because, you know, I just won anybody but Brady. I swear I made some anybody but Brady t-shirts. But uh, with that being said, I did post a uh, question in the in the app in, um, in regards to Tom Brady. I really wanted to know what makes him the GOAT. And here are some of the responses. Hey, Jonathan, it's uh, Sam Whitfield from the Whitfield Report uh, calling in. You asked uh, in your Facebook Super Bowl thread what makes Tom Brady the greatest of all time. Uh, I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm a Broncos fan. But objectively, I would have to say what makes Tom Brady such a good player, if not the greatest of all time, would obviously be Bill Belichick's uh, coaching. All jokes aside about cheating and whatnot, uh, Belichick has a great record for winning, and his coaching strategy has been proven time and time again to make a great winning team. So why is Brady so good? Simply put, because Belichick is the greatest of all time when it comes to coaching. Thanks. Tom Brady is not the greatest of all time. Started off where he had the tuck rule. He fumbled the ball, and then they gave some bullshit excuse as to how he didn't. He tucked it, and it became an absolute mess. Then his coach gets caught for cheating. Then he gets caught for deflating balls and suspended. He can't compare. He can't take hits. He would never be able to play in the time of Joe Montana or Terry Bradshaw when you could actually hit and play. It's flag football now. He's got a competent coaching staff that uses a scheme that gets the best out of all its players, Tom Brady included. I'm tired of hearing about him. Aaron Rodgers is a far better quarterback. And just by looking at Patrick Mahomes for one year, he could possibly be the greatest of all time if you really want to go there. But he's got a long way to go. Winning Super Bowls does not make you the greatest. Nor does it make you anywhere near the most talented. So that's a dead-end argument. Another big factor of the Super Bowl was the halftime show. Now, granted, a lot of people did not want to decline doing it because of Kaepernick, and I tilt my hat for those that stood their ground and didn't want to be a part of it. So, therefore, we were left with Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and Big Boy from Outkast. Now, Maroon 5, I'm a fan of Maroon 5. <clears throat> Adam Levine's the guy, he's cool, the band is dope, but Maroon 5 is a vibe, and not everybody can handle Maroon 5 or even understand Maroon 5, so seeing them on the Super Bowl was kind of like, okay, it was chill, it wasn't like your normal Super Bowl performances, now, when Travis Scott got on there, I don't even know who this young man is, uh, I know he's 
uh, has a baby with Ken, uh, not Kendall, Kylie Jenner. But that's where it is and stands. I'm not a fan of his music. Uh, the song that he performed was stupid. His his little segment on the Super Bowl was uncalled for. And I guess the only reason why they got him is because Cardi B said, you know, she declined to do it. Now, if Cardi B would have been there, I felt like it would have been the bomb.com, man. Cardi would have shut the stage down. It would have been a good look. Um, when Big Boy came out, however, the energy of the show went from zero to 15 and you know his little segment he did i like the way you move with sleepy brown and that's such a classic song but i feel like they cut him off short only to go back to maroon five and the energy to me seemed to go down i mean i love the songs man i just feel like for a big stage like that man if it's just their set and their hardcore fans i think you know would have been better but it was a lackluster performance for me. Now, the biggest thing was when he came out of his shirt. Now, when he came out of his shirt, I know a lot of females and some guys, too, were probably thinking, oh, oh. but that did kind of raise the energy up from their performance because it was kind of sleepy, sleepy. But when he came out of his shirt, man, it sparked a lot of controversy the next morning. And you know the controversy I'm talking about. We're talking about the Janet Jackson situation when Justin Timberlake was a virgin and pulled off her um, her shirt thing and her nipple fell out. So I was asking this question as well in regards to the nipple slip. Why is that okay? And his response. How can Adam Levine go shirtless and Janet can't have a nip slip? Um, and why is it okay? That's that's just double standard. That's nothing but double standard. Okay, if men can show their nipples whenever they feel like it, I feel like we should be able to do it too. I don't see they both nipples. What's the problem? The only difference is ours is functional. That's all I'm saying. I feel like it's a double standard. I feel like we're tripping on this particular one. On honestly, he's a guy. He's not a girl. Their standards aren't held held the same, which would be a whole other conversation. But if we had someone like Beyonce, uh, Taylor Swift, Tanache, or something out there, and her tits fell out, then yeah, I think we would have a subject matter to to be discussing on a major platform. But right now, no. They need to bring Janet back without apologies, without, I mean, not without apologies, with apologies and without question, letting her do whatever the hell she wants to do and not saying a damn word about it. That's what needs to happen. I feel like the Super Bowl is going to suffer until then. I mean, you're going to have your cool artist, but I think it will never, you bring Janet Jackson back, the Super Bowl halftime show will be where it needs to be because I know Janet will just slay it. Yeah, so before I get all the way into it, I want to thank all the people that sent me messages in regards to the topic today, which was why Tom Brady is considered the GOAT, as well as the Adam Levine slash Janet Jackson effect. Shout out to Mike Zoe, The Whitfield Report, Beck Speaks, and my boy Jason for stepping in and sending me their input. It's greatly appreciated. I appreciate you guys so much. But my overall roundtable thought is, I don't think Brady's the greatest. I do agree with Mike in the regards of Brady not being like a true football player as far as like not standing alone with the greats and not taking hits. Because we know he don't take hits, man. He 
he gets rid of that ball as soon as he possibly can. And if you give him enough time and he's accurate enough, it's going to be a touchdown. So the best way to do is shut him down by just putting your hands on him. But he hates when he get hurt. You can actually see it in his eyes when he get hit, yo. He be in so much pain. Like, I can't believe it happened. I honestly don't know how he got so far in the game to where he doesn't get hit. But, you know, it goes back to what the Whitfield Report says. The coaching staff. The coaching staff is airtight, you know. And to me, the Patriots lost respect for me as a football team. In regards to the cheating scandal, I'm sure as with other Americans, um, the true Patriot fans will fight that to the death. Like, he didn't do that, but, I mean, right is right, wrong is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, that being said, that kind of lost respect for me. Like, I I was kind of done with them already, but it just kind of cemented it in stone that the Patriots ain't shit. Also... I'm just tired of seeing him, man. I'm just tired of seeing him win all the time, every time. It's to the point now when you have six rings, man, just bow gracefully. You don't have to have both hands filled with rings, man. And that's not even coming from a jealous standpoint. I just feel like he's already broke a record. Keep it pushing. What more do you have to prove? That's how I feel about it. Um, As far as the Adam Levine situation with Jan Jackson, I mean, people are going to reach... The only reason they're reaching as hard as they're reaching is because Janet, the way that Janet was done, they damn near ruined, almost ruined her career to where she had a hot album about to drop. Shout out to Demita Joe, by the way. That was a great album. However, due to the Super Bowl incident, you didn't get to hear a lot from that. And she ended up vanishing and all that. I agree with Jason on the fact that Super Bowl halftime shows will never be the same after that incident because when you ruin an icon such as Janet Jackson and then you blacklist a a black quarterback and then you fire a whole bunch of black coaches, it's looking real suspect for the NFL at this point to where we'll never have a good halftime show again. The last good halftime show we had, honestly, other than Janet, was definitely Michael Jackson for sure. Michael Jackson killed it. Prince was dope. Beyonce was dope. The Bruno Mars and Beyonce collaboration with Coldplay was dope. And uh, Janet Jackson, of course. I just feel like when you cross people like that with such a magnitude, nobody else wants to stand with you. And then we'll be stuck with mediocre performances like the Maroon 5. And I love Maroon 5. I don't want to shit on them. I really don't. They make good music, in my opinion. They're just a different vibe. And if you're not hip to that vibe, you could be bored out of your mind. So I think the only reason why Adam took off his shirt the way he took it off is because half the crowd was going to sleep. And plus, I guess he wanted to show off his new tattoos because he looked like he just got some new tattoos. So... But still, it doesn't make it right. If Janet can't show a nipple, we don't need to see two of yours. So with that being said, that's my input. The game sucked. My wings was fire. The halftime show was eh. NFL, you need to do better. Make things right. Apologize to Janet. I doubt she'll ever perform there again. But you need to make things right. Give Kaepernick his job back. And just do things the right way so that way America can enjoy football 
for the good music, the good food, and the good game. Hopefully without Tom Brady. So that's my thought. Peace in the hood. Stop the violence. I'm out. Um.